0: Welcome to this week's episode of the North Bible Church Podcast. Now, let's join our pastor as we open God's Word together. So last year we partnered with International Justice Mission and had our first Freedom Sunday. And it was an overwhelming response. It was, it was amazing. So we wanted to do that, be a part of that again. Actually, there's about 5,000 churches globally right now that are that are having this service having a freedom sunday with this with this focus and it's cool to be a part of part of that um, and p- as part of Freedom Sunday today, we actually have the privilege of having um, the, from the Dominican Republic, the Director of Mobilization and Advocacy for IJM in the DR. And this is his first time in Arizona, and this will be his second service preaching to an American church. Get it, because the first one was this morning, and then this is, this is the second one. I can do math. Um, but please welcome Johnny Beto.
1: Thank you, thank you, Wes. Oh, it's so funny because I am still trying to deliver this sermon in Spanish. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I failed <laughs> this morning and I'm failing again. So <laughs> what can you do uh, with me, with this humble Dominican that is trying to preach in Spanish when I need to preach in English? So oh, thank you again for having me uh, here for hosting me, uh, as Wes was saying. I'm the director for the mobilization and advocacy uh, for IJM in the Dominican Republic. And uh, my team's role is about to connect with uh, key sectors in the society, including, uh, including the local church, of course, uh, the government, and the public justice system actors, and other key actors into the society. But uh, today, um, Um, I'm here to to share about God's heart uh, for justice and how the church can become a relevant voice to help eradicate modern-day modern-day slavery in our lifetime until all are free. And uh, uh, first of all, I want to share a funny but also annoying experience. when sunny and tropical morning, as you know, I'm coming from the Dominican Republic, it's as sunny as here. Yeah, so when uh, sunny and, uh, and tropical morning, I was taking my, my uh, younger kid to school, and we were running late. The third time, we were running late, and, and you have the consequences of uh, getting late to, the, to school. Uh, Uh, you have kids, right? Okay, so never run late. (laughs) Take them early, right? You never know. So that morning, we we were running late, and uh, uh, the traffic was delayed for about 10 minutes, and uh, we had to spend that time on the line. And uh, um, at least a dozen of cars were ahead uh, of me. And finally, when the police officer opened the road in order to continue on my way to school, uh, I saw another driver that suddenly surpassed me by taking the wrong lane in order to legally head the line. Hmm. He advanced, of course, without taking in count, without considering, about twelve cars that were waiting for ten long minutes. A brand new red luxury car that seemed to be landing a queen. (laughs) Good job. It's funny, right? But this is an injustice. It is an injustice. But when when Bible talks about injustice, it is not what it's talking about. It is not this kind of injustice, because this driver decided to violate the rights of others, the the time of others. And maybe, and possible, the life of others. But the Bible, when talking about injustice, it refers a very specific kind of sin. Injustice is the abuse of power to take from others the good things that God intends for them. Their lives, their dignity, under the fruits of their love and their labor. The book of Ecclesiastes gives uh, gives us a simple and painful picture of injustice. Again, I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. This is the biblical picture of injustice. This is the picture of someone who has power oppressing those that are weaker, We can see this in the story of the King David. He wakes up one morning and sees uh, a woman from the rooftops of his palace, and he decides he wants her for his wife. He abuses his kingly authority to take Bathsheba for himself. Then he tries to cover up this abuse by getting rid of her husband, having him purposely murdered in war. When the prophet Nathan approaches David in Second Samuel chapter twelve, he confronts the king primarily on his abuse of power. We could say that these are ancient texts and stories. We might like to imagine that our work today is uh, different, less brutal, and maybe more just. But joining International Justice Mission helped me to understand that this is simply Not true. Ecclesiastes and David's story are are, are just as current in our world today as they were thousands of years ago. Let me give you some statistics. According to the Global uh, Slavery Index and international labor organization, there are over four million people in the world who actually live as slaves let me put that into perspective Four million people is a greater population than 160 countries in the world this is huge this is massive and We used to say, how is this possible? How is this possible that 40 million people could be living in the joke of slavery, and we don't know it? There are many people out there that say, hasn't slavery ended? Isn't slavery something from our history books? I can assure you, slavery still exists. Maybe it is not my word or your word, but this is the world of many. This is their world. This is the world of Liana, the protagonist of one of the most emblematic cases we have seen while working in the Dominican Republic. Here is her story.
0: It is no good to eat alone. Food is meant to be sure. These days, I mostly eat with my grandparents. I wonder if I will ever eat with my mother again. Dear mother, it's been a while since we've seen each other. There are so many things I want to ask you. When I was growing up, I wonder why I lived with my grandpa. Why was I not with you? Where were you all those years? I didn't understand that you were hurting yourself and hurting our family. I didn't know that was why you were away. Do you remember the summer of my 14th birthday?
1: <laughs> I thought
0: this is what my life should be you and me together. So, when you asked me to live with you, I say, um, yes. Hey. The same. I didn't know that you were so broken. Been your daughter. Being with you, my mother, meant I was supposed to be safe, but everywhere you took me, I wasn't. Being with you made me afraid, because you threatened me, because you sold me. I wish you have loved me enough to protect me. Something inside of you must have heart too. Did you know that I pray for you? Dios me. Te pido por un milagro, por favor hazme el milagro de que mi madre mejore y deje todas sus adicciones. Dios mío, por favor haz que este dolor pare. The day I go away from you, and when I finally go to tell Grandpa the truth. Was hard. Ever since I spoke up, everything has changed. With IJM's help, I'm now safe. The fear. I had is disappearing and overcoming all that has happened. It's hard to see you in jail, but I hope you can get better. I forgive you. Your daughter, Liana.
1: What do we do with this information? How do we respond to this story? How do you respond? How do we respond to such injustice? Isaiah 1, 17 says, learn to do right. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. And plead the cause of the widow. God invites his people, the church, to respond. and we do so. He says in Isaiah 58, 9 and 10, if you do away with the joke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. I encourage you to read the entire chapter of Isaiah 58. This is challenging and inspiring. In this passage, God redefines the fasting his people was doing. He challenged them to see that justice and mercy are essential in our our spiritual devotion. In other words, we cannot simply focus in our own spiritual lives while neglecting the needs of others. Today, God is challenging us in the same way. And the promise that He has for all who pay attention to justice and mercy, is that God will answer their calls and He will answer their cries. Then we will find joy and triumph in our own spiritual lives. Going back to the Liana story, a question arises. How did God respond to Liana's cry? Well, he called upon his church to respond. And God's people did it. Even when Liana's mother threatened to kill. The, Liana's grandfather, he was brave enough to report the situation to the authorities. And within weeks, officials arrested her mother and referred the case to IJM. International Justice Mission investigators helped authorities to find an arrest Liana's mother and her stepfather, who were responsible for sexually exploiting her. Our legal team worked with the local prosecutors to secure their convictions as well. And they, the mother and the stepfather, were sentenced to 15 years in prison. Liana was brought to a safe house run by an IJM partner, <clears throat> where our aftercare team provided her with counseling and trauma-focused therapy, beginning a long journey of healing that will continue for years. And today, after the longest two years of her life, Leanna is able to dream again. And in fact, she is dreaming about becoming a lawyer of a doctor. With therapy, I have been able to overcome what happened to me," Liana says confidently. I think I have a big future ahead of me. Now I can see myself caring for children like a pediatrician. What a beautiful sign of restoration. What a beautiful miracle in the life of Liana. The freedom experienced by Liana started the day when she was uh, rescued. But her freedom became complete when she accepted Jesus as as her Savior and as her Lord. While receiving spiritual mentoring at the Christian transitional church where she was during the healing process. This is amazing. Another miracle the miracle we want to see in each one of our survivors rescued brothers and sisters god has a plan to bring justice on earth and i can assure you that his plan is us the church god's invitation for us is to seek justice and rescue the oppressed and we and when we do this, we experience the promises of God. Isaiah 58 11 continues to say, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well, a water garden like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. IJM in the Dominican Republic is committed to ending sex trafficking in this country. But the fight is long and is hard. In this beautiful island, customers can easily purchase girls and teens by working through buscones, young men who work as pimps and often drive taxis or motorbikes not only in the beach side, but in the countryside as well. In the DR, one in 10 people engaged in commercial sexual exploitation are children. So, brothers and sisters, I have an invitation for you this morning. Will you join IAM in satisfying the needs of the oppressed allowing your light to shine like the noonday would you say yes to help children like liana experience what life is like free from slavery free from oppression free from violence free to be the children men and women that God created us to be. This is possible. This morning, I want to aim you to join me and my colleagues in the Dominican Republic in this fight to rescue and restore more girls and boys like Liana. I want to invite each and every one of you to join the IJM global community of believers seeking to end slavery by becoming freedom partners. Freedom partners are committed to join us when we charge the darkness, bearing our light in in the name of Jesus. These slave owners are relentless, calculated, and are afraid to use their power, their money, and their influence to keep oppressing others. And we, the church, must act. This year, North Bible Church has begun supporting our work. We are so grateful for that. And I know some of you may already be Freedom partners as well. So, uh, I have good news for you. In the last three and a half years, IJM, the Dominican Republic, has rescued over 125 victims, brought at least 80 perpetrators to justice, and trained over over, uh, 800 pastors and leaders on biblical justice nationwide. And you made this work possible. You are part of Liana's freedom story as well. But with 40 million people, slaves in the world, there is plenty of room for more of you to join these efforts, to join the fight to end slavery. Freedom Partners could be to praying for our work, advocating for girls like Liana, and investing at least 24 a month so that IJM can show up 24 hours a day and rescue more Lianas. If June 23, Freedom Partners join us, that will be enough for a rescue operation, as simple as it is. You were handed uh, envelopes like this one this morning, inviting you to join the Army of Freedom Partners. I hope and pray that you uh, can fill them out and bring them to the IJM table in the lobby out there after the service. I would like to meet you I'd like to express you my gratitude and give you a welcome packet. Brothers, sisters, I want to finish by reading what Jesus said in Luke 4, verses 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. May God bless you and encourage you to be and walk like Jesus to be his hands and his feet on earth. I hope and pray you will join us until all are free. In Jesus' name. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for allowing us to be here to talk about your heart for justice, to to talk about the ability that dear people has for setting free those suffering because of the modern day slavery thank you for the opportunity of to distribute these envelopes so that more and more freedom partners join the fight against slavery thank you because even when we don't deserve this opportunity We don't deserve to join you in in your work of uh, freedom and justice. You have invited us to join your work, this work of transformation, this work of freedom, justice, and restoration. Oh, dear Lord, help us to continue to do this work.